Good morning this Wednesday, the 13th of September. I'm Grady Wolf, market analyst with Bell Direct. Wall Street closed lower on Tuesday, led by the Nasdaq falling 1.04% in its first losing session in three days as Oracle shares plunged 13% on weaker-than-expected quarterly revenue and guidance. The S&P 500 fell 0.57% and the Dow Jones fell in afternoon trade to close 0.05% lower after trading higher all day. Chevron shares rallied almost 2% on the strength of the price of oil to offset some of those losses on the Dow Jones on Tuesday. Tuesday though. Apple shares were also lower in afternoon trade after the tech giant unveiled a new iPhone model this afternoon in US time. Investor attention this week is very heavily focused in the US on key inflation data, which will be released on Wednesday US time, as it will give an indication into just how the US economic inflation is faring and provide further support for the Fed to either raise or hold interest rates at the next FOMC meeting. In Europe, markets closed mixed across the board on Tuesday ahead of key economic data released later in the week. The stock 600 fell 0.2%, Germany's DAX fell 0.5%, 4%, the French CAC lost 0.35%, and in the UK, the FTSE 100 rose 0.41%. UK average earnings data released overnight showed regular pay, excluding bonuses in the UK, went up 7.8% year-on-year in the three months to July, which is the same reading as the prior quarter, and the highest regular growth rate since comparable records began in 2001. sign inflation remains high in the region. The local market has rallied across the first two sessions of the week amid a rise in staple and financial stocks over the two trading sessions. On Tuesday, the ASX 200 rose 0.2%, led by materials stocks lifting 0.9% on a 3% rise in the price of iron ore, following better-than-expected economic data out of China. And that was in the form of total credit growth climbing in August, marking the first month-on-month acceleration since March. Chinese vehicle sales also rose 8.4% year on year in August, up from a 1.4% decline in July in yet another sign of economic recovery in the region through higher consumer spend. The favourable economic data out of China fueled a rally for the big iron ore miners listed locally yesterday, with BHP lifting 1.21%, Rio Tinto rising 1.52% and Champion Iron adding 2.36%. Now, it was a very big day for lithium miners yesterday, with some mining giants locally making key strategic moves that had investors very excited. Delta Lithium shares jumped almost 6.5% after Mineral Resources founder and CEO Chris Ellison joined Delta Lithium's board as non-executive chairman, and Mineral Resources increased its shareholding in Delta to 17.4%. And the takeover race for lithium darling Liontown Resources has heated up over recent sessions as mining magnate Gina Reinhardt's Hancock Prospecting has been building up her stake in the lithium miner, now boasting a 7.72% stake, and she may seek a seat on the board, which would give Miss Reinhardt the ability to block the current Albemarle takeover offer, valuing Liontown at $6.6 billion. Bellevue Gold also rallied on Tuesday after announcing exceptional infill drilling results from drilling at Deakin, Maine, which will be one of the four initial main production areas 
areas for the company. First Deacon Development Ore is expected in October. On the commodities front this morning, oil continues to strengthen, trading up 1.7% at 88 US dollars and 77 cents a barrel. Gold is down just shy of half a percent at 1913 US dollars an ounce, and iron ore is up 3% at 120 US dollars a ton. On the back of that favorable economic data out of China, which is reigniting demand outlook for iron ore from the region. One Aussie dollar is buying 64 US cents, 94.48 Japanese yen, 51.28 British pensum, one New Zealand dollar and nine cents. Ahead of the local trading session here in Australia, the SPY futures are anticipating the local market will open the midweek session down 0.29%. Stocks trading ex-dividend today include Medibank Private, Accent Group, Breville Group and Brambles. If you've been thinking about these stocks, it might be worth considering buying in today as stocks trading ex-dividend generally trade lower on the ex-dividend date. And now let's dive into some trading ideas for your consideration today. Bell Potter has increased the rating on E-Road from a hold to a buy whilst lowering the 12-month price target from $1.25 to $0.90 per share amid forecasting for the $50 million New Zealand dollar capital raising and the subsequent impact to MPAT that is expected by Bell Potter's analyst. Bell Potter questions the decision to raise equity capital at such a sharp discount to the last close, especially after the E-Road board rejected the non-binding indicative offer of one New Zealand dollar and 30 cents per share from Brilliant APAC. But the Bell's analyst does recognize the much strengthened balance sheet, which now removes risks of any other capital raise needed in the short term. And Trading Central has identified a bearish signal on borrow following the formation of a pattern over a period of nine days, which is roughly the same amount of time the share price may fall from the close of $4.65 to the range of $4.13 to $4.23, according to standard principles of technical analysis. And that's all we have time for this Wednesday. Have a wonderful day and as always, happy investing.